11 ER, Yud Aleph ER, Tzadik, His Praise, 314. I was told that he once said, The very least of my followers I lead along a path fit for a great Tzadik. Well-known leaders will also come closer to me, though I will need to have great wealth for them, as they are like unwanted proselytes, whose conversion is ulteriorly motivated. The Rebbe asked us to picture the foremost leader of the day. In the end, he said that this leader would certainly find himself standing on the other side of the door, very jealous of the Rebbe's followers, especially of the one privileged enough to extend him a flame to light his pipe. 315. A certain man had been close to the Rebbe, but later became distanced from him. Afterwards, he came back and journeyed to the Rebbe for the intermediate days of Pesach 5569, 1809. The Rebbe said to him, Many years can pass, and a person may not advance at all spiritually. He may stay exactly as he was, or even get worse. But if he remains attached to the true tzaddik, the attachment itself is very good. In fact, it is of inestimable value. Whereas if he had not been attached to the tzaddik, he would have become far, far worse. The roads themselves seek to fulfill their mission, as the Midrash tells us in a comment on the verse in Lamentations 1, 4. The ways of Zion are mourning. The roads themselves mourn because the festival pilgrims who used to pass along them have ceased. The same happens in the case of those who regularly travel to the true tzaddik. If one of them, God forbid, stops coming, the very roads themselves mourn and yearn to fulfill their mission because they long for one more traveler to pass along on his way to the true tzaddik. I am amazed at how you could have abandoned our precious loving group Whatever way you look at it, you gained nothing. If in the years you were far from me, you did not go in the ways of God, then you certainly lost. And if you did serve God as you should have done, surely it would have been better if you had cast your lot in with us and served God and lived as a Jew in partnership with these precious companions. Then others would also have been able to benefit and grow through your efforts. To tell you what I am and what you have lost, I cannot. If you stay with me from now on, you will come to regret what happened in the past. His wisdom, his wisdom, one thirty-four, Likutei Moharan one two seventy-five, begins with the statement: Every good deed that one does is made into a lamp. One of my companions told me that the Rebbe once explained this idea in greater detail. Some people have a light that burns only for a short time. While it burns, they can explore the king's treasuries, but then it burns out, and they can no longer seek. Another may have a lamp that burns longer. He has more time to probe the celestial treasuries. Still another may have a lamp that blazes for an entire day or even longer. But there is one who has the most wonderful lamps of all. These are never extinguished but burn and shine forever. The owner of these lamps can delve into the king's treasuries continuously and forever. From this we understand that even an ordinary religious person can explore the king's treasuries but only for a given time, as determined by his good deeds. Even this is certainly a most wonderful privilege. You can find wonderful treasures even in this short time, and then enjoy them forever in the world to come. All of your future life is determined by what you find during the time of exploration. If you are worthy of more time in which the lamps created by your good deeds shine, you will certainly find more good in the king's treasuries. It all depends on how long your lamp can burn. The light of a great tzaddik is never extinguished. His exploration of the king's treasuries can go on forever. 
There is much more to this, but what we have presented is sufficient. The book. Immoral behavior. B. Six. Whoever guards the Brit is the source of blessing for the entire world. Seven. Whoever guards the Brit merits understanding the 70 languages hidden in the Torah. Eight. It is forbidden to find merit in those guilty of homosexuality. Nine. One's livelihood is in accordance with the holiness of one's marital relations. Ten. When a person is idle, doing nothing constructive, his sexual desires increase and he constantly speaks of filthy matters. 11. Whoever guards the Brit is permitted to rejoice when seeing his enemies defeated. 12. Blemishing the Brit brings to the dangers associated with the traveling. As hinted in the verse, you have measured my going about and my lying down, and you are acquainted with all my ways. Psalms 139, 1, lesson number 75, may God bless us, Psalms 67, 8. 1, the traits of competitiveness, argumentativeness, and contentiousness all derive from the blood which a person has not yet used to serve God. For each person must see to it that he serves God with every drop of blood that is in him, namely by speaking many words of Torah and prayer. Then he will merit peace, and he will entirely eliminate from himself every trait of competitiveness and argumentativeness. 2. By speaking words of Torah and prayer, a person elevates all the fallen sparks of holiness. All the fallen worlds are thereby rectified and rejuvenated, and it is considered as if he created heaven and earth and all the worlds anew. Therefore, a person must speak only holy words and no others, in order to elevate the sparks of holiness and to rectify all the worlds. Through this, the coming of Mashiach will draw closer. 3. It is necessary to speak many words of Torah and prayer until one's body is completely nullified and is as absolutely nothing. The way that a person merits this is through the trait of fear and awe of God. By means of this trait, he merits peace, through which all blessings are elicited. Lesson number 76. It was after these events, Genesis 22.1. 1. 1. By trusting in God, whereby one looks to and waits only for God and trusts in Him, a person thereby creates a vessel to receive influx of bounty, and he merits that his influx of bounty and his livelihood will come to him when he needs them. This is the explanation of the verse, The eyes of all look to you, Psalms 145.15. And through this, you give them their food at its proper time, that is, at the very time that they need it. Rabbi Nachman's Stories, the Master of Prayer Another faction maintained that a beautiful woman was most qualified to rule. They held that the main goal was that the land be populated, since it was for this reason that the world was created. Since a beautiful woman arouses the desire to populate the world, she brings about the goal, and such a beautiful woman is best qualified to rule. They chose a beautiful woman, and she became their queen. They then sought out a land conducive to this and settled there. Another group maintained that the main goal was speech. The primary advantage that man has over other animals is that he is able to speak. They accordingly sought an orator who was expert in language, who knew many languages and spoke them all the time. Such a person would be closest to the goal. They went and found a crazy Frenchman who was constantly talking to himself. They asked him if he knew languages, and he did. According to their foolish, confused opinion, he had reached the goal. He was a master of language and knew many languages. Moreover, he spoke very much, since he was constantly talking to himself. 
He was very good in their opinion, and they accepted him as king. They also chose for themselves a land that was conducive to their concept, and they settled there with their king. One can be sure that he led them in a straight letters, year one, letter number 160. With God's help, Sunday, Lech Lecha, 5595, Breslov. My dear beloved son, I received your letter now with the three prayers. I won't write a lot now, since you will be here by tomorrow, God willing. Rabbi Isaac, my nephew, came here for Shabbat. It was really the hand of God that the previous night I prepared a letter for him, as he will tell you. I also included a note for Rabbi Shimshon. Therefore, be sure to get the letter from Rabbi Isaac and give it to Rabbi Shimshon to read. Get it back from him, though, afterwards, and return it to Rabbi Isaac, because I told Rabbi Isaac to save it. I just now received a letter from my friend Rabbi Naftali in Uman. He wanted me to explain fully to him the source of this whole machloket. I already wrote him a letter right after Yom Tov, but now he asks me to explain it in detail. I wrote him that it is rooted in the sin of the first man, Adam, and in our many sins and transgressions. May God have mercy on us and turn everything into good. Reb Naftali and our comrades also asked to know how you are doing and about your health. I intend to answer them right away, so I don't have time to write you at length right now. May God strengthen your heart for Torah, prayer, and good deeds for many good years to come. The words of your father, hoping to see you happy. Reb Nussin's letters, year two. Letter number 394. I was surprised at you, though, for asking if Reb Nachman should be traveling there immediately. Do you not understand for yourself that it is good now to stay put and not travel? How could you consider that he would travel so close to Rosh Hashanah to no purpose? It is surely impossible that he should undertake a journey like this until everything is ready, namely, that the necessary money be available and the merchandise be organized properly. This was why I had already concluded that it was necessary to wait until after Rosh Hashanah. Thus, now is not the time to travel. You understand for yourself, though, that you should give them proper notice that we are indeed ready to do business, but that for a number of reasons it is necessary to wait until after Rosh Hashanah. You should also speak with them in person so that they will see the truth that we are serious and so that everything will be ready. You should say as much as you possibly can about this so that a clear response will arrive from there sometime before Rosh Hashanah and between Rosh Hashanah until after Sukkot. Meanwhile, God will help us prepare everything and then, with God's kindness, He, Rib Nachman, will travel there safely. May God, who is good, finish the matter well for us. The words of your Father who prays for you, Nussan of Breslov. Greetings to all our comrades with a great love. In particular to my friend Reb Nachman, may his light shine from Eisen, who recently arrived. I already answered you earlier in the letter. You should prepare yourself to come to Uman, God willing, immediately after Shabbat, the first of the month of Elul. If I have not arrived in Uman by Wednesday or Thursday, you can set out for Teravitsa. There and on the road, we will discuss together all that we need to discuss. For it appears that I will, God willing, be spending the Shabbat after Rosh Chodesh Elul in Teravitsa. Salvation is in God's hands. Names of Tanoim and Amoraim. Hey. Ben Hihi, Ben Heihei, Bar Hedya, Hugras Ben Levi Al Hashir, Hun Bered Rav Nachman, Rav Huna Resh Galut, Rav Huna Stam, Rav Huna Bar Rav Katina, Rav Huna Bar Ashi Hakadmon, Huna Mar Marhuna Baravashi, Rav Huna Tsiporoa, Rav Huna Bered Rav Yehoshua, Rav Huna Bar Chia Avua De Levi, Rav Huna Bar Chayun Slash Chalvun, Rav Huna Bagdata, Rav Huna Bar Matna, Rav Huna Bar Yosef, 
Rav Huna Bar Minyumi, Rav Huna Bar Toreta, Rav Huna Bar Sechoro, Huna Mar Barida Rav Idi, Rav Huna Bar Berechia, Rav Huna Bar Chaluv, Huna Barida Mar Zutra, Rav Huna Bar Rav Ika, Rav Huna Bar Papi, Huna Bar Chanilai, Huna Mar Barida Rava Mi Parziki, Rav Huna Barida Rava, Rav Huna Mi Dam Haria, Rav Huna Bar Manoach, Rav Huna Bar Chinina, Slash Bar Chanina, Rav Huna Mar Bar Rav Nachman, Huna Mar Barida Rav Nechemia, Rav Huna Mar Bar Avia, Rav Huna Bar Yehuda, Rav Huna Mi Bar Nish, Rav Huna Mi Sura, Rav Huna Barida Rav Pinchas, Rav Huna Bar Geniva, Rav Huna Safra de Sidra, Rav Huna Bar Acha, Rav Huna Barida Rav Ila, Huna Bar Tachlifa, Huna Barida Rav Hillel, Rav Huna Bar Bevai, Rav Huna Barida Rav Yirmiya Bar Abba. Prayers. One, prayer number 145, 266. One thing have I asked from Hashem, that which I seek. May I sit in the house of Hashem all the days of my life, to gaze upon the pleasantness of Hashem and visit in His palace. He will hide me in His booth on the day of evil. He will hide me in the concealment of His tent. He will lift me upon the rock. Master of the world, in your vast and great kindness, have compassion on me. Help me fulfill the mitzvah of sukkah in its season with all of its details, particulars, intentions, and the 613 commandments that are dependent on it, with a good heart and with great joy. May the holy state of mind and great wondrous kindnesses that are drawn onto your nation, the Jewish people, during the holy festival of Sukkot, be drawn down to me as a result of my fulfilling the holy and awesome mitzvah of Sukkah, when the mother hovers over her children and you stretch the booth of compassion and life over us. You are filled with compassion. Have compassion on me for the sake of your name. You know my heart, how far I am from the mitzvah of sukkah, becoming a human being. How many times without number must I plead and pray that you will give me a holy state of mind, energies of kindness, so that I will attain true human knowledge, so that I will quickly go from being an animal to being a human being. May I have pity on myself from now on and no longer commit the acts of an animal. Rather, may I quickly attain true knowledge, which is the definition of a human being. May I draw from the energy that goes to man, and no longer from the energy that goes to animal. May I soon emerge from being defined as an animal, and instead be defined as human. Master of the world, Master of the world, you are good and do good to all. You are compassionate to all your creatures. Have pity, mercy, and compassion on the animals and wild beasts. Help me and your entire nation, the house of Israel, not to spoil the mitzvah of sukkah at all, so that we will always draw from the energy of man that comes from the level of sukkah. May we not have to draw from the energy of animals, heaven forbid. May we not take their energy to ourselves, heaven forbid, so that we will not cause the premature deaths of animals and wild beasts, heaven forbid. May the verses be realized, Hashem, you save man and animal. Blessed will be the fruit of your womb, and the fruit of your land, and the fruit of your livestock, the offspring of your cattle, and the flocks of your sheep. Building a new house. And so, you who are filled with compassion and kindness, send us a flow of energy of complete and true knowledge by means of the holy mitzvah of Sukkah, so that when we and your entire nation, the house of Israel, need to build a house, that construction will not harm us at all. May we not suffer any danger in body, soul, or money by building our house. To the contrary, may we build a house in great holiness and purity, with holy wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. May the verse be realized, with wisdom is a house built, and with understanding it is established. 
With knowledge, rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant wealth. Let us build our house for the sake of Hashem, to engage in Torah and prayer in it, and to host worthy guests, until our house will be a house of Torah and prayer, a meeting place for the sages. And there we will call in the name of Hashem, the Eternal God.